Hi guys, welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast slash Tarot with your girl Ashley. For those of you who are new here and join us for the first time, welcome, 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 welcome to my podcast, welcome to my channel, welcome to your spiritual safe space, your spiritual safe haven where we discuss all things spiritual. Today I'm here to do an episode about a specific topic but before I get into that topic I just want to talk about the energy that I'm experiencing at present and I was hoping that there will be some of you that can relate to this magical, this burst of creativity, this energetic surge that I seem to be feeling. I'm mindful that not everybody will be feeling this, but I'm pretty sure that this energy is infectious. So if you are feeling this energy, please do let me know in the comments. Please do leave a review at the end of this episode if you can relate to anything that I say in this episode, including the energy. So we've just had our full moon in Pisces um, over the weekend, and the energy over the weekend was just nothing short of uh, magical. It was very soft, very easy, very light, very chilled. Um, I mean, for most of us, I hope for the lot of you, that's what you experienced. If not, again, please do let me know in the comments if you had any significant experiences during the full moon in Pisces on Saturday. Um, but we also have Mercury stationing retrograde currently in its retrograde period we had the shadow for two weeks but now it's present presently in retrograde in the sign of libra at eight degrees which is um interesting because you can already see around the world things that are happening as a result of this mercury retrograde and mercury being in its shadow period prior to stationary retrograde we have lots of legal talks we have lots of focus on um, royalties um, lots of focus on partnerships corporations lots of focus on papers and contracts um, lots of focus on travel as well like there were some disruptions today um, with some of the lines in the UK um, so we're already seeing these themes play out and I think for a lot of people um, one of the, the gifts that Mercury is bringing is a lot of focus on our intellect a lot of focus on our mental capacity and for me it's given me a surge alongside Mars in Gemini but Mercury um, retrograde has given me a surge of creativity a surge of thoughts um, so like I had recommended in my previous video when I spoke about the um, energy for September if you're someone who struggles with like lots of internal dialogue whether that be positive or negative you do definitely need to make sure you find ways to ground yourself and find ways to clear your mind because it can basically turn you insane if you're just constantly thinking, thinking and overthinking things, okay? Right, so that is uh, kind of my roundup of the energy. Um, for those of you who are interested, we have six planets in retrograde at the moment. <laughs> That's a lot of retrograde in energy. Gemini, uh, the Mars in Gemini energy is also preparing to go retrograde in October. So that's another energy that's going to be added to the mix of the retrograding energy that we feel at the present. So if it's literally going to feel like the world is coming to a stop to some degree in our individual lives. It's like 
we're going to have to pause what we're doing um, and pay attention to what's happening outside. So we're going to speak about that a lot more when I do my October roundup for the month. Um, so please do make sure you subscribe, turn on that notification bell, make sure you sub to this podcast so you get a, a little notification when I do upload that episode. But at present, we have the sun in Virgo and we have the moon in Aries. And this energy is just a perfect energy for us to get shit done today. I've been feeling extremely um, enthusiastic about getting stuff done. I've been very active since this morning and I'm here recording a bonus episode because I'm trying to, you know, work out a better schedule and also find out ways in, in which I can give you guys more content um than what i've currently been giving you so if you are uh under the influence of this transit moon in aries this is a perfect time for you to work out this is a perfect time for you to start organizing yourself for the week um you know take action do the things that you need to do get things that you need to get done out of the way so you can enjoy the energy um and not feel under pressure Right, so what I actually came here to talk to you guys about was um, Venus in Pisces and Venus in the 12th house. So I want to start educating my listeners um, about astrology as a whole, um, like the components that make up astrology and ways in which we can help each other understand it and how it basically um plays out in our environments and you know into our relationships so i thought i'm gonna start with venus um and i'm gonna start backwards because everyone always starts with aries but i'm a pisces so i know so much (laughs) about this sign and i know so much about the experience of having planets in pisces that that's where we're going to start so i actually did record an episode um a few days ago rounding this up oh, i just didn't like it obviously the, the the sun is in virgo so we're extra picky about things that we're doing um and i just really didn't i liked it to some degree but i felt like i didn't give it i didn't cover everything that i wanted to cover um which was annoying so i was like scrap it i'm gonna do it again um so here we are so Venus in the 12th house or Venus in Pisces. Now, bearing in mind, if you look at your chart and you have planets in your 12th house, it doesn't mean that they're automatically in the sign of Pisces. Although Pisces rules the 12th house traditionally, depending on your ascendant, your 12th house will be ruled by a different sign, okay? So if you look at your 12th house and you happen to have Venus there, it can possibly be in a different sign. However, it will still be influenced by the Piscean traits because Pisces originally rules the 12th house. Okay. So for those of you who have Venus in the 12th or Venus in Pisces, your main focus especially in regards to this lifetime in love is learning to love yourself first okay venus in pisces natives or venus in the 12th house natives have a very strong um goal it could be a subconscious goal and as time goes on it becomes conscious but your main focus your main lesson per se is to learn how to love yourself the way you 
love others the capacity that you have to be able to love others to to be able to care for others to be able to treat others with unconditional love is something that you need to learn to give to yourself first and foremost so let's talk a little bit about venus what is venus what does she do who does she influence how does she show up in our environments and in our relationships now if you haven't heard of venus i'm not sure what planet you're on venus and mars are one of the most well-known planets especially when it comes to astrology and that's because venus is associated with love it's also the planet that is associated with war but that's a conversation for another day now venus rules taurus and libra traditionally in astrology and these signs are earth and air okay so taurus is earth and libra is air now venus represents our aesthetic it's our physical brand, our relationship with ourselves to some degree, our environment, what we look to, what we look like to some degree as well, because your ascendant also describes your appearance or rather how others sees you, how, how others see you. It indicates what you sound like because Taurus um, and Venus is associated with the vocal cord, your voice box, your, your, your sound, um, what you attract and how you love thinking along the lines of your love language and your taste literally in food and other things it also represents our senses okay so i think for me venus is associated with our um physical senses so the five senses not necessarily our sixth sense that's more of a pisces influence when venus is is in that sign Unless there's some hard hitting aspects like Venus squaring a planet like the sun or Venus in opposition to the moon, then Venus generally can show up very well in someone's chart and it can be very noticeable when someone has a well-placed Venus. But like I said, if the Venus is in detriment or Venus is in a difficult position, then it usually means that the native has some sort of focus in this lifetime to overcome whatever challenges venus um can bring in relation to the other planet that it has a hard aspect to now when venus is in a colder position like the 12th house or in pisces the native can experience some significant complications when it comes to love or romance the their ability to understand the law of attraction and to also um also utilize that quality However, Venus is actually exalted in Pisces, but people with this placement have to learn a significant lesson about duality, about equality, about balance, about intuition and logic, dreams and reality. They have a significant um, need to learn about relationships um, in this lifetime. There may be something that they haven't necessarily quite got their finger on from a previous lifetime that they're kind of closing out in this lifetime and that also depends on the degree of their venus so if you have a venus at a high degree like let's say 25 to 29 then you kind of have um an ability to understand love at a capacity that that people usually don't have um and that's because you have mastered the ability to love in different shapes and forms over your different lifetimes 
and now there's like some sort of final chapter that you're closing off in regards to love um, and Venus um, qualities. Now, um, people with this placement must learn the difference between suffering and growing, chasing and attracting, love and lust, because these polar op opposites are what cause a great amount of pain for the native when they don't understand the differences. People with Pisces, Venus or Venus in the 12th house can really struggle to see other people clearly. They can struggle to see things in their environment clearly as well. When we're talking about Taurus and Venus, that is the second house. So that rules our foundation. It rules our values. It rules our beliefs. It rules our um, environments, like where we live, how we live, what we live in. Um, and people with displacement can find they have a hard time with those um, areas of their life. So they can have a hard time with finances because they can be overspenders or they can be someone who doesn't have enough money and isn't able to acquire enough money. They could be someone who um, experiences homelessness in their life because the 12th house is is associated with people who are like shunned in society or have some mental illness or suffer with drug and alcohol abuse. So they could experience that and that could be the reason why they don't have enough money or the reason why they don't have a house. Um, they can have the inability to see romantic partners clearly, to see business partners clearly. And that means that they either get used by people and abused by people and often they become victims or they victimize themselves because they're not paying attention and actually analyzing people's behaviors and motives and actions. People with this placement struggle with loving themselves wholeheartedly or feeling like they don't see what other people see in them 100%. Now, someone with a well-placed Venus in Pisces or Venus in the 12th house may not struggle with this. But like I said, someone who has a hard hit aspect like Venus in Pisces or in the 12th square in the sun is going to find it really hard to um, identify with things about themselves. It might take them a long time to figure out who they are, what they like, and they might find that they're easily influenced by people, especially in their younger years. They may find that they are so heavily influenced by what people think and what people do, um, and that can cause a real problem for them because these people are like sponges. They absorb a lot of people's energy. They absorb a lot of people's opinions and judgments and ways of doing things. And if they don't have a solid um, sense of self, which is what the sun can create when it's in a good position, then they're going to really struggle with trying to navigate that energy of Venus being in Pisces or Venus being in the 12th. The influence of Neptune and Jupiter gives them conflicted thoughts about themselves and others. So this is where people say that Pisceans or people with um, significant Pisces play placements are wishy-washy or indecisive. Because they're ruled by two significantly large bodies, they can feel often like they're pulled in different directions. Their logo or their um, depiction is literally a fish two fish in two opposite directions, swimming in two opposite directions. And Pisces natives literally feel like 
that is a common experience for them. They're always weighing up the pros and cons of situations. Um, and sometimes, especially when a Pisces placement native is more advanced, they understand that their emotion influences their logic and vice versa. So if they're not in a good place in any of those um, aspects, then it's very hard for them to make a decision. Like if a Pisces feels like they're very emotionally invested in something or they're very emotionally influenced by something, then trying to um, make a decision from a logical standpoint is very difficult for them. So they can seem like they're very wishy-washy and like a fish, they tend to swim away from things that cause them that level of emotional or mental turmoil because they just don't like it's it's like a fear it's like a threat to them so in order for them to kind of deal with um their response to that threat they can flee from the situation so it's very important that um people with displacement learn to um one embrace confrontation um, embrace not knowing and being open and honest with people about what they are confused about or what they don't know, what they don't feel comfortable with accepting, what they need more information about because they can easily get into situations where they just say yes for the sake of someone else or they do things for the pleasure of someone else and then later come to regret it, okay? So with this placement, uh, people can easily get caught up in the energies of other people, especially the energies of people that they love or people that they're particularly close to and spend a lot of time with. Um, and this is why uh, anyone with any Pisces placement, especially if it's in a predominant um, place like the Sun or uh, Venus or uh, Mercury, needs to be very particular with who they have around them and who they share their energy with because one they attract um hidden enemies because that's what the 12th house can bring to a native someone who pretends to be your friend pretends to be um someone with your best interest but actually has ulterior negative motives Two, they can attract energy vampires, people who just feed off the energy because Pisces placements can be quite, um, especially around people, they can be quite uplifting, they can be quite positive, they could be quite uh, encouraging and also very loving and caring. So people who don't experience that naturally on a day-to-day -day basis can find that they're very drawn to Pisces placements um, who offer them that assistance energetically wise and therefore feed off it and then in the end the Pisces native is left with um, this draining really heavy emotional um, baggage kind of feeling that they get after being in someone's company that has those kind of issues. Um, they can also end up being a projection board for other people's traumas and wounds. This is a very common one that I see with people with displacement. People will expect things from this native that they won't necessarily expect from anybody else. 
they will expect them to deliver themselves to a very high standard, even if they don't live up to those standards. And dare Pisces do something that that person thinks is out of the ordinary, they will definitely like project onto them their issue around that particular thing that Pisces does. Like, let's say, for example, um, the Pisces native takes some time to retreat and really rejuvenate and just hasn't been in contact with that person. That person may take it personally and start accusing Pisces of, you know, people do this thing where they accuse Pisces placements of ghosting, especially with Venus in Pisces, they can be accused of ghosting a lot. You may actually ghost people, but um, we'll talk about that a little bit more later, but it doesn't necessarily mean that just because you've taken time for, for yourself or taken a break from certain people that you've just completely cut them off it can literally be that you are just prioritizing your own emotional mental well-being and because of that people can find um themselves being very angered and triggered by you because it's something that they suffer with as a flaw or a wound okay uh, Venus in the 12th or Venus in Pisces can experience a lot of confusion in love and romance because of this because of this consistent um, projection that people around them can give they have to learn not to merge with every and everyone as this makes them emotionally unstable and can even make them psychotic like I've had experiences where I've been around people who have really, really heavy negative energy, especially because I'm an empath and especially because I do tarot. Um, when I'm around people who are significantly wounded or have significant traumas, if I'm not aware of my own emotional well-being at that present moment, I can easily feel their energy and confuse it with it being a me issue and it being something that I am dealing with. And I've had to learn over the years to keep people um, who are going through significant emotional turmoil at arm's length, especially if I haven't got my own emotional well-being in check at that present point. That's one thing that Pisces natives, especially um, Venus in the 12th or Venus in Pisces need to learn is that they can't help others before they help themselves you actually do yourself and the person a disservice when you're consistently trying to help them through difficult scenarios and situations that they find themselves in before you try and help yourself through any difficult scenarios and situations that yourself is in because what happens is that you give all your energy to that person and now you have no more energy to actually work on your own personal issues um the reason why i said this uh can make the pisces native psychotic is because they can be really in their head really confused about what they're feeling and it can even make them start um uh, what's the right word it can make them start believing things that are not real okay they can start like let's say someone's around someone who's having a really hard time you know they've lost they lost their job they're not making any money they're going for a really hard time emotionally like things just don't seem to be right for them and they're around someone with this placement the person with this placement can over over sympathize and over empathize with this person and start looking at their own life and start trying to find 
faults in what they're doing or what they're experiencing when in reality there's nothing really wrong in their life that they need to be really focused on anyway like they don't need to um be depressed or sad about um and this can make them you know start projecting their own wounds and insecurities onto the people that they love and it's like a a a never-ending cycle of them you know being around people who are in bad places or experiencing bad situations in their life them projecting onto Pisces, Pisces now projecting onto other people because they're not aware of their emotional and mental well-being. Um, one of the strangest things about being a Venus in the 12th or Venus in Pisces native is that you can be overly optimistic but equally pessimistic, okay? It depends on how um, mature and developed you are into your Venus. So the native must work extremely hard to find a balance between dreaming and fantasizing versus realism and being dogmatic in their views and beliefs. Like I said, usually in their younger years, extremely victimized and feeling hard done by by the world is one um, experience that people with displacement usually have. And this is until they realize that their manifesting power is significant and understanding that a lot of their experience as experiences actually come from their negative thoughts and their negative vibrations. And it is then they will make a shift to adapting a positive mindset. And that's when they shift to the more equally optimistic person. But it's a case of being balanced. The the Venus in Pisces or Venus in the 12th native has to see things for what they are, not what they hope they should be and not what they not, they're not really, okay? They need to have a clear lens and adapt, adapt the ability to see things as they really are, as they are in front of them and not see things the way that they essentially want to see them, okay? Now, when it comes to love, these natives will find that their partners will be a reflection of the parts of them that they ignore and or wounds that will be magnified by the persons that they choose today or the people that they attract. This is, and I dare any Venus in 12th or Venus in Pisces person to say that this is not true. Every person that I have dated has even if I haven't realized it in the moment, after reflecting, I have realized that they were helping me to work on one of the main focus of Venus in the 12th is learning to love myself. And you can say that's everybody's goal in this lifetime, but I feel like for Venus in the 12th and for Venus in Pisces natives, this is a particular focus in a sense that they cannot their love lives will not thrive if they love someone more than they love themselves or if they do things um, more for their partner than they would do for themselves. And that's one thing that I had to learn in my um, conscious relationship is that I cannot put myself before... I cannot, sorry, I cannot put the other person before my own needs because the relationship is not going to survive that way, okay? So, 
These natives tend to have a heightened ability to love, which can feel to others as very strange and um, unrealistic and also very hard to replace. Because Venus in Pisces or Venus in the 12th natives have the ability to read the needs of others very easily and therefore can seek to satisfy nearly their every need, when they get in relationships, they overdo things and this can actually scare people away. So Venus in um, Pisces or 12th natives can find that they struggle to have um, solid relationships or long-term relationships because the people that they attract may not be serious and because the native doesn't know how to um, identify this and automatically just gives their love willingly to those who they think are um, good suitors for them, this can mean that people will take from you what they can and then just before they feel like it's getting a bit too serious, they may just run away. And it's there for this native's um, best, in, in their best interest to establish with anybody that they attract what they're looking for, what their motive is. Even if it comes about that the person wasn't being honest, at least you adapted the ability to take accountability for whatever you get yourself into with someone else. Because sometimes displacement can... Um, can breed a very go with the flow kind of person. So you end up liking someone, they say they like you, it starts going on for quite some time, you guys are getting to know each other, it's all great, honeymoon period ends and then now it's the, what are we, where we're going and the person says, oh, you know, I just wasn't looking for anything serious but I really enjoyed your company or I really enjoyed getting to know you and I kind of want to see where else this goes. And the the native can easily be blindsided by, by this and think, okay, well, you know, I'm not seeing anybody else, I'm not dating anybody else, I'm not doing anything else, so why not? But at the end of the day, it's in their best interest to know what they're, they're gaining from putting their energy and time into this person. You know, you can't just be dating someone with no intention, with no purpose, with no end goal. It has to have some sort of end goal. Unless that's, of course, what you're looking for. You just want, you know, a friend with benefits or someone to have fun with. That's fine. But if you are looking for a serious relationship or you want to be in a companionship, then it's very important that you, as this native with displacement, establish what the person is looking for before you start emotionally and mentally investing yourself into them. Um, this placement can create an insatiable feeling in regards to things associated with Venus. So beauty, this can be, you know, those people who just have, um, a significant amount of makeup, like, and clothes. They, these are your overspenders. Okay. These are the people who have a shopping addiction. They just acquire loads of things because, Pisces has this um, tendency to swim to whatever is shiny, whatever they think is going to be um, exciting for them. So they easily, these are the ones who um, just end up being caught up in all the trends. You know, that one minute they're, they're dressing this way and the next minute they're dressing this way. But in the process of changing their style, they haven't gotten rid of anything in their wardrobe, they just keep acquiring a mass amount of clothes, a mass amount of 
products, a mass amount of jewelry or anything that gives them that sort of short term satisfaction is what they will try to acquire. Okay. So someone with this native needs to be able to, um, know when to stop and know when to clear things out of the environment because these natives can end up with cluttered homes hoarders can end up uh being associated with displacement as well because we've got the taurian influence which is about materialism and venus in is about materialism as well in pisces you know someone who is excited by the newest trends or excited by having a mass amount of certain things can easily end up just having a very hoarded overcrowded environment um these people in terms of this insatiable feeling can also struggle with feeling like nobody can love them the way that they love them so no one can love them the way that they love other people and that's because they just go above and beyond in nearly every aspect and it's very hard for people with um a normal understanding of love to live up to the expectations of someone with venus in the 12th or venus in pisces because they have a very unrealistic um, influence you know Jupiter is very much future orientated but it's also massive so it's like it wants the the biggest of the biggest it wants the grandest of the grandest and then we have Neptune which is like one minute wants this and then one minute wants that and then one minute this makes them happy and then the other minute this doesn't make them happy it can be very confusing so these people can feel like nobody can match their energy or no one can give them what they deserve or no one can give them um the happiness that they need and that's why their journey is learning to love themselves wholeheartedly and love themselves before they love others because when they learn to love themselves when they learn who they are when they learn what their needs are what their actual fundamental needs are they're able to establish ways to meet those needs without expecting their partner to meet every one of those needs. Of course, in relationships, you it's a reciprocal process. Your partner's supposed to do certain things for you. You're supposed to do certain things for your partner. Um, and they're supposed to speak your love language. But if your love language is, is all of the love languages, how do you expect someone to physically and mentally, emotionally meet all those needs? You have to have different... Um, ways in which you can meet those needs yourself for example me as someone with a, a 12th house venus i don't rely on my partner to do everything for me or to make me feel everything that i need to feel so i still take myself on dates i still um, have my self-care routine i still tell myself that i'm a, a very attractive woman or i get dressed and make myself feel like a very attractive woman i still buy myself gifts i still do things for myself that don't make me feel like i'm consistently focused on what my partner is doing for me and this is very important for people with displacement you have to make sure you pour a lot of your time energy and love into yourself before you pour it into your partner otherwise you ultimately will be pouring from an empty cup especially if the person that you're with cannot meet all your needs and you're meeting all theirs then eventually you will feel like there's an imbalance and <clears throat> that can make you build up resentment and that can also make you feel like 
your love tank and your um, cup is empty. Oh, what else do we have there? Okay, so one of the positives about this placement is obviously it's exalted. Venus is exalted in the sign of Pisces, okay? Um, so to some essence in the 12th house, Venus is also exalted when it's there regardless of what sign it's in um, and this can mean that the native can be um, very gifted maybe they are gifted when it comes to um, financial stability or some sort of way in which they uh, materialize things in their environment or the the foundation that they build from themselves it can also mean that they um have a significant amount of wealth or they've come from wealth or also they they lose wealth as quick as they gain wealth okay so the, like i said these people are your overspenders so if they're not aware they can be someone who has a very good job but ends up having a lot of debt because they have no way to control their overspending and their shopping habits okay um so it's very important that these people learn to have a balance between making money and spending money and also enjoying the pleasures of of life like these people can be thrill seekers to some degree not as not necessarily like things that are thrilling like jumping out airplane or anything like that but it can be um <clears throat> thrill seeking in other ways like um really indulging in alcohol or really in indulging in substances that make them you know just tap out of this reality for a little while that make them not think so much about what's going on in their environment um and that brings me to the fact that this placement can make someone have an addictive nature about them so they can have partners who become very infatuated with them um borderline obsessive or possessive of them but they can also have a tendency to have addictions themselves. So drug addictions, alcohol addictions, because they literally um, don't know when to stop when it comes to, to um, satisfying their needs of something that feels good. These people can also be overeaters. So it doesn't have to be drug and alcohol. You can be an overeater. You can be an overspender. You're just an overdoer when it comes to many things like your sense of boundaries that's another thing that people with this placement are learning in this lifetime is to have healthy clear boundaries okay so they have to do a lot of work especially in their younger years um to work on installing boundaries in their environment and installing boundaries in their relationships and also having boundaries with themselves and being disciplined especially because the 12th house represents sweetness. It's a house of guilty pleasure. It's a, a house where there's things that we do in private. So this could be something that you um, find that your mum struggled with or her mum struggled with. Like people might have some secrets, some secret things that they really enjoyed, but other people didn't know about that. And now that's being passed on to the native. So this is something that you definitely need to be aware of, like boundaries and making sure that you know how to have a balance when it comes to enjoyment, but also when it's time to have um, structure and discipline. 
Now, guys, I've been talking for 40 minutes and I just feel like there's a lot of information there about Venus in the 12th and Venus in Pisces placement. So I'm going to park it here. Um, I hope this episode has been useful for you. Please do let me know in the comments or in your review comment which sign you would like me to do next. I was going to go straight to Aquarius if no one makes any suggestions, but if anybody does, I will consider doing your uh, suggestion first. So guys, I hope you have an amazing day. I hope you have a productive week and I'll be back very soon to speak about the October astrology of the month. But until then, take very good care and we will speak very soon.